Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise here is my ventilator. And welcome to A Larger World, presented by Fate Turners. They were not my Star Wars podcast. Today, we are going to continue the catalog of the Star Wars saga with the next film in the franchise by release date, and that is The Force Awakens. Ah. Now, I'm not going to bother you with all the technical names of the ships, but I'll just give you what they're called. Vaguely. So the first vehicle that we see is a Star Destroyer. Mm. Yep. It's a new Star Destroyer. Apparently, it's called the Resurgent Class Star Destroyer. And the only one that we see, it's called the Finalizer. Yep, and we see it as it goes over and eclipses one of the moons of Jakku. Now, the next thing we see are the First Order landing craft. Which, uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one who thinks that the First Order transports look like the D-Day landing ships uh, in real life and in Saving Private Ryan. Including the ramps that come down in the front. So they're kind of like that design, only as spaceships. And I like that look. It gives it that World War II uh, look. It gives it that kind of old-fashioned look. It brings to mind those kind of things because Star Wars on top of everything is also like a war movie. So, I really like that. And the next vehicle we see briefly is Finn's X-Wing. Which is blue as blue stripes. But we don't see that one long because it gets blown up. The next vehicle that we see is Ray's feeder. Ray's very unique looking speeder. I don't know if she built it or if she found it. But it looks like it's seen a lot of use. It's dirty. It's grungy. She's got that net on the side where she stores all of her stuff. And when she starts the engines, it sends, sends out a puff of smoke. They're clearly not the most uh, well-put-together vehicle. Which leads me to believe she either built it 
explorer found it and it was basically a mess. So yeah. So you see Ray's feeder. Which looks looks to me like a it almost looks very trade federation from the Phantom Menace. It's got a little bit of that look. Like the Trade Federation transports that deposit all the battle droids there during the final battle. It's a similar color. It's got those rounded edges. It's it's kind of like that and maybe a little bit of Sebulba's Pod Racer. You know, so there, I'm seeing that uh, throwback to other Star Wars things whether intentionally or not. But nonetheless, I like her speeder. Uh, mostly because it's one of the first things we got to see in the original teaser trailer. We saw her riding her speeder. I like the look of it. I wouldn't want to own one, but it, it has a very unique look that makes it feel very much like it's as unique as Ray is. Now, one vehicle I failed to mention is Kylo Ren's shuttle. Yes, in Tuanal Village, after the First Order is attacked, Poe Dameron looks up to see Kylo Ren's shuttle landing. And the great Kylo Ren music. Now, the shuttle is very... You know what? Even though it came out later, you know, Rogue One came out a year after. But Vader's castle looks a lot like Kylo Ren shuttle. And that was probably intentional, I think. The shuttle doesn't look a lot like the old Imperial shovels, except for the folding wings. But it's dark. It's got those big, like, almost like bat wings. It's very vampiric, almost, you know. And I like that because it definitely fits with Kylo's personality. As this dark prince, like Dracula. And that really... It's going to bring us to the midpoint of our episode where we're going to take a short break to hear about our sponsor. And when we come back, we'll discuss more of the vehicles of The Force Awakens. See you in a moment. Okay, that was a word about Anchor. We are back. So Ray is living on Jakku. Living in an old ADAT or ATAT from the original trilogy, we of course see all the wreckage on Jakku of old style Star Destroyers, X Wings, TIE Fighters, a Super Star Destroyer, um, an old ADAT, a lot of things like that. 
Now, the next thing we see is a First Order TIE fighter when Finn and Poe make their escape. It's a, it's a First Order Special Forces TIE fighter and that is a cockpit for two people. A pilot and a gunner. The pilot sits facing forward. The gunner face, faces back. And it's got a... It's got kind of white... The, the wing panels are white. The rest of the ship is black, but it's got red on like a, a third of its cockpit. It's got a very unique look in terms of its paint. Now, of course, they escape and crash land. And we really don't see another vehicle until briefly we see a quad, a quad jumper. This is a ship that Ray is familiar with. But that gets blown up by the First Order TIE Fighters. Then they go and take the garbage. And what may you ask is the garbage? Why, it's the good old Millennium Falcon. Yep. And they escape Jakku. Flying through, in a crazy move, the wreckage of a Superstar Destroyer. Then... The Millennium Falcon is picked up by the Aravana, a space transport being flown by none other than Han Solo. He notices that a Guavian death gang on their transport has just docked on the Aravana, as has Kanja Club, secretly. There's a great face-off. They manage to escape. And really, that's it. That's it for vehicles. Until for, for a few minutes. Unless you count Starkiller Base as a vehicle or a vessel, because apparently it does move. Apparently. We never see it do that, though, so we'll skip that. The next vehicle we see briefly is Finn getting on board some kind of transport to go off with um, Slydon Ithano. Finn is planning on leaving. Of course, that's the moment when the First Order destroys the Bosnian system with Starkiller Base. Finn sees this. And at the same time, the First Order launches an attack on Takadana, which is where Maz's castle is. And Ray is taken captive. However, toward the end of that moment, who should arrive? But the squadron of type of X-Wing led by the great Poe Dameron whooping in his cockpit. You know, whoop? We hadn't seen him in quite a while. Uh, the new 
X-Wings are a little bit different. And when they close their wings, it becomes one wing. Instead of like the old style where it was four separate wings. So this is a newer model of X-Wing. But unmistakably X-Wings. But Kylo Ren manages to kidnap Rey. So, and the First Order pulls out. Leia arrives on a sort of weird, sort of sideways resistance transport. And they all go back to Octo, plan the Battle of Starkiller Base. And that's really it for vehicles and vessels we see. We briefly see a little snowspeeder that Finn and Ray commandeered. Uh, we see it when they when they come to the thermal oscillator on Starkiller Base, and we also see a couple of walkers in the distance. But that's really it for the vehicles and vessels of the Force Awakens. It it the movie does not introduce as many vehicles and vessels as say the prequels did. It's a fairly minimalistic movie in that sense. Uh, of all the ships in the movie, I think I like the Special Forces TIE Fighter the best. It just looks so cool. I do like the new X-Wings where they their wings close into one wing. I like that. So those are probably the two vehicles that I like the most when the Force Awakens. And it's so interesting that the movie kind of scaled things back in terms of uh, the number of vehicles and vessels that we see. So those are my thoughts on the vehicles and vessels of Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Let me know what you think about these vehicles. My name is Brendan Marr. That noise here is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in to A Larger World, presented by Tate Turner's They Were Not. My Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.